Hello, you lovely lot. I wanted to take a moment to share an exciting announcement with you all. I will be doing a live show for Happy Mum, Happy Baby at the podcast show in London on the 22nd of May. This will be a live episode of this very podcast featuring me and a very special soon-to-be-announced guest. Get ready for a candid conversation, unfiltered truths, laughs, invaluable non-judgmental advice and lived experiences. Dive into the complexities of parenting while juggling work, relationships and personal growth and we'll be talking beyond the baby years. As well as the live episode, the show will also include a Q&A with both me and my guest. Tickets go on sale this Friday the 26th of April at 10am, but anyone who is part of the Happy Mum, Happy Baby newsletter will be getting early access to tickets on Wednesday the 24th of April at 10am. To sign up to the newsletter and for more information about the event, please head to happymumhappybaby.com forward slash events. I can't wait to see you there. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another episode of Happy Mum, Happy Baby, the podcast. Today's guest, well, it's a very special one. She is a trustee for Save the Children. She regularly makes me laugh out loud with her pretend cooking show on Instagram. She's an actress. She's a producer. You might know her from films like Juno or 13 Going on 30. And her latest film, Yesterday, is about to be in our lives on Netflix. It's released on the 12th of March. I have to say, me and the boys sat down and watched it this weekend and we laughed so much. So, so, so much. They're so into superheroes right now. I wasn't sure how it was going to go down, but they literally did not move an inch. Um, <gasps> this woman is also <laughs> mum to three children. It's Jennifer Garner. Hello. Hi. Just as you were about to take a sip of your drink there. Of my coffee. <laughs> Hang on, one sip of coffee and I'm ready to go. I'm never going to interrupt a mum having her coffee, ever. <laughs> yeah, right? Or her wine, either way. No. <laughs> Depends what time of day it is. Um, yes. Honestly, I've got to say, we. So they really are into superheroes. I've got three boys, six, four and two. And I knew I had to watch this because I was talking to you. And I thought either I'll try and watch it when I'm with them 
or if that doesn't go to plan, I'll watch it in the evening. As soon as it started, they were just transfixed. They loved the idea, first of all, of the mum constantly saying no. They found that really funny. And then just the idea of this yes day where the kids get to do whatever they want. They found it hilarious. Uh, and I have a couple of questions from my kids that I'll ask you later on. Although one of them is literally, how does the experiment work? And I don't mean in terms of film. I think he literally just wants foam all around my house. <laughs> Right, of course he does, of course. But it looked like such a fun film to make. It was such a fun film to make. And if you can believe it, we finished it a year ago this week. So we finished it. We were one of the last productions to wrap before everything shut down. So it really feels like it was almost a dream. I watch it now and I see the big crowd scenes that we shot at the end. And I think, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine doing that now. Yeah. That's crazy. It's a time capsule. Yeah. A whole lot of yes, and then a year of no, and now we're ready for it. (laughs) Another spring pack of ready yes. I like that. I like it. So first of all, let's talk about your childhood. Where did you grow up, and what kind of childhood did you have? Well, um, I, I grew up in a state called West Virginia, which you might know because of Almost Heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountain, Shenandoah River. That's the only way anyone international knows my little state. It's just, um, it's a lot of coal miner's daughter. You know, um, it's beautiful. There are mountains everywhere. Their trees are the number one citizen count is trees. And uh, (laughs) I had a very happy childhood. I'm the middle of three girls. There's something about having the same sex kind of family. There's something really special. I'm happy for your boys and happy for you. I can't say enough that more than anything else in my life, I am the middle of the three Garner girls. I am (laughs) defined by being between my specific older sister and my specific younger sister in the best way. I've spoken to both of them in the last 24 hours. Oh, that's so lovely. That's all you want as a mum, isn't it? To know that your children are going to grow up and still be in each other's lives and rely on each other and love each other. It gives me chills to think about. It's so important. And there's so many days where you think, oh, this isn't going to (laughs) happen. They're going to grow up and get as far from each other as possible. But I think it will. And I, I, I think that it will. You have to have faith. Yeah. Uh, would you say there was a lot of freedom in your childhood then? I mean, I come from a very conservative, um, my dad is very strict and very conservative and Garner girls did not have their ears pierced. I just got mine pierced during the pandemic for, for the <gasps> first time. Yeah, it was very exciting. It was because I couldn't look at myself over Zoom without something new. I, <laughs> and that's why I cut I cut a fringe as well. I couldn't even stand Spice to look at myself. Spice up your even. Zoom life with ear piercings <laughs> yes, and some bangs. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, was, I mean, I'm 48 and I, find, I called my parents and said, Dad, I'm going to pierce my ears. And he said, okay, Jennifer. <laughs> um, but let's see. We we didn't we didn't wear makeup. We didn't have our nails painted. We were very good girls. Mm. And um, but when push came to shove, and I was a chemistry major in college, and I I was switching my major to theater. 
my parents who were spending their life savings to put me through college never batted an eye. They said, of course, this is what you do and you can use it to become a lawyer later. You can go back to school and become a doctor if you want, but study what you love. So that kind of freedom is kind of incredible to me that to, to think that they gave me the freedom to really just be myself in such a full, I really got to just be me. I was different from my sisters. I was a performer from day one. Um, and my family just embraced it. Mm. Did you ever look forward to yourself as a mom? Did you think you would have a family? Is that something that you really wanted? Oh, for sure. I was one of those little girls who always had baby dolls tucked under the arm. And my first job, I was a babysitter. I had a babysitting company with a friend called C&J's Babysitting. Um, I just, I, it never occurred to me that I was not going to be a mom. I always knew I would be. And then I guess that actually becoming a reality though, you know, and also because you were, you had a successful career by that point. So was, was that thing of, stopping a career, I guess, that's in full flow to, to become a mum, was that difficult to sort of piece together? Was that something you had to really think about? I mean, I always knew that it was a priority and more of a priority than, than a career. I mean, when I was first thinking that I would be an actress, instead of just, I just kept studying it. I kept working in summer stocks. I kept working in theatres. And I, the whole time, was thinking, well... I'll do this until I actually go back to school and do what I'm, my grown-up thing will be. And then it just kind of kept, <laughs> I'm still waiting for that day. Um, Jennifer Lyra, really, 70, back at school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't count it out. Um, but I really did see myself living in a, in a, in a city in, in America, maybe like Atlanta or Seattle or Minneapolis, where there's a big theater community and working in their local equity, you know, their professional mm. theater and having kids. Yeah. And, and I knew that that was possible because I had seen people do it. And they were kind of the, the goal to me was to be one of these actresses who was an actor at night and on stage and gave it her all and then home with her kids during mm. the day and a, a regular mom. And so, um, it was a surprise to me when I suddenly was, I was understudying a play at, at, on Broadway. It was a Turgenev play, month, month in the Country, with Helen Mirren starring and oh. F. Murray Abraham. It was so incredible. I watched every performance and I was so broke. I got paid $150 a week. And I was so broke that I had to take an audition in LA. I'd never been to LA for um, a TV movie because they were gonna give me per diem of $150. So I needed that $150. So yeah. I flew to LA on my day off and I got the job. And so I played Melissa Gilbert's daughter, you know, from Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. And, my, and then all of a sudden my career took a shift and it took forever to get going. I was always starting from scratch, but that was really, um, that was a big shift to take. But it all just, I feel like it's all kind of happened by accident, <laughs> even though I've worked toward nothing else as, you know, and I've been really focused. It's also, I haven't ever expected like, oh gosh, okay, I'm going to have a series that people are going to love around the world yeah. or I'll do movies or all, that's all just been like, oh, a happy surprise. Um, because you know what, this career really is luck. Anyway, when it came time to try to figure out having kids, 
it was a mess when I first got pregnant. I was in the middle of a TV show. I had a movie coming up. I had to call everyone and tell them. I was terrified. Um, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. There is no right time. You have yeah. to jump in. And then after that, I really did plan and say, okay, I want to get this movie done and then I'll try to get pregnant. And I, my body has always just been it's been good to go. It's yeah. been easy. That's, that hasn't been a problem. So I, I lucked out there, but um, yes, then trying to actual juggle the actual kids with the career that I have is confusing, but I think it is for everyone, isn't it? Yes. I, I don't think about yes. it as what you do, trying to juggle. I say the juggle, that, like it's the struggle juggle, you know, you're just constantly yes. juggling. And this year has just been that times a hundred, you know, it's just blown it out of the water. Yeah. So once yeah. you've got your head around that first pregnancy, because I've had one like that where I thought I that was my third pregnancy, actually. I thought for me, I'd suddenly got myself back because we all feel like a little bit like we lose oh. ourselves. I got myself back. I was going um, heading these treks for this breast cancer awareness charity. We were going to where were we going then? The Himalayas. We were doing loads of different oh, things. And then all of a wow. sudden, the night before I had to go for a meeting with that, I was having to tell them I was pregnant. And um, but once you get your head around it and you realize what uh, what a joy that is, and once you told people as well and let that weight off your shoulders a bit, how was that pregnancy, especially if you were working and having to finish off a TV show and things like that? Oh, I was working on alias when I was pregnant with my first daughter, and I was wearing those little seasickness nausea bands that you wear because I was so nauseous and trying to do a scene and they nobody knew and I was trying to kind of I was telling my stunt double you know I think you're going to need to do this I had to tell her and so she stepped in for me more than she normally would and everyone was kind of like Jennifer are you not going to do this you're not going to go jump out of this or just you're not going to go you know well, it's such a physical show to, it was such a physical show and I just was like I twisted my ankle <laughs> and meanwhile I'm like eating you know Doritos in the corner because I was so nauseous I couldn't think of what to eat um yeah I mean it's a joke isn't it it's just ridiculous what what women go through and and the hiding and then telling people and the, the whole the whole thing of it is just hilarious. But um, after that, I really had three, I had three great pregnancies. I was nauseous, of course, but, um, and I Did had all the normal. Did you stay nauseous the whole way through? No, I really, at 12 weeks, I, I, you know, I sent that packing. But each pregnancy, I was more nauseous than the last. Right. I remember with my son, I remember it was bedtime and I, I always put my kids to bed. And I could hear them calling for me, but I knew if I stood up, I was going to be in big trouble. So I was hiding, <laughs> like just hiding in a, under a blanket. And somebody had told me, if you cross your arms, you cross your legs and you close one eye, maybe it'll help. And so I was sitting there under a blanket with my arms crossed over my chest, my legs crossed and one eye open. And I was like, someone please put those kids to bed. And they're like, where's mama? Mama, where's mama? And I'm like, don't let them come in here. <laughs> I literally oh. can see you hiding under a blanket like that. Yeah. And yeah. I want to know how many people are going to try it now they've heard you say it as well. It doesn't work. <laughs> I'll tell you what did work for me was Yo-Yo Ma. I would listen to, I'd put in like headphones or whatever, because it was before these things. And I would listen to Yo-Yo Ma and it just, I would focus all my energy on him playing the cello. And I don't know, I think that works. 
Ah, I like it. Yeah. And how was the first birth? What was that experience like? Um, luckily it back, all went she's 15 well. Now, I mean, she's right? 15. Yeah. yeah, let me think. Gosh, the first that was that kid. Um, I mean, she was born. She was born naturally, and I'm so grateful. There was such an added layer of not wanting people to know when we were going to the hospital, yeah. not wanting to, you know, just wanting to hold that time for ourselves. Um, that it, it was, that took over too much. Now, I don't know, people seem to just be better at sneaking in and sneaking out. At the time we couldn't sneak. I mean, we had 24 hour cars outside of our house and it was very just, it, it 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 gave it all too much focus because who well, cares? also when all you're meant to be doing at that time is keeping yourself calm so your body can do its thing so that it can release the baby if you like yeah that's not gonna calm you down if you know you're having a full-on contraction and there's some people outside trying to shove a camera in your face well all three of your births completely different yes but they all went smoothly and they all resulted in a baby. So that's yeah. pretty lucky. Yeah, very true. You know, there's this, th- I, th- I really do believe there's a hairy moment in every birth story. There's a moment where you think, oh, mm. what's going to happen? You know, where it's just, it's just, and I always tell my, my girlfriends who are going through it the first time, just most babies are born. Most babies are okay. By far, by far, by far. Yeah. Believe in that. Trust in that. Trust in the process and in your body. And when there's a hairy moment, trust in the doctors mm-hmm. and trust in that baby and just breathe through it. Because it's probably that moment is probably coming for you, but it doesn't, it, 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 it'll most likely by far, by far be okay. Yeah, it's so true. I've had three, obviously, and they were all very, very different. The first one, yeah. I can remember at the end of it just being like, that was the most amazing experience of my life. And I'd done hypnobirthing with all three. Uh, second time round, he literally flew out. I had no say. He literally t- overtook my body, if you wow. like, and just flew out. And the third wow. time, I'd just forgotten how to breathe. It was literally like I wasn't sending breath anywhere. I wasn't doing anything. So it was a bit stop-starty. But all three here and you know I'm I'm so thankful and at the end of each one I was like wow I can't believe my body just did that yeah exactly it's pretty crazy yeah what was it like the first time you held one of your babies in your arms oh I was just so proud of her I was so proud of her for because that was my longest you know your first time your body's figuring it out and it, it had taken a long time to have her and for her to be born. And I just thought, way to go, you little rock star hanging in there. <laughs> way to go with that steady heartbeat. And she still has a really, she's just underneath it all. There's a real steadiness to my eldest that mm. I, I, I knew from that day. I just thought, wow, a lot of babies would have gone into distress and you just hung in there. It's just who you are. Yeah. I think there's also that thing in that moment where you think you know what motherhood is. You think you know what it's going to feel like. Mm. And then all of a sudden this little body 
that, you know, unless you've had a baby, you don't know what that newborn baby feels like mm-hmm. straight away. Mm-hmm. It's such an alien and overwhelming experience. It's so new. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and yeah, for me, it was just something completely other, other than I'd experienced ever before. Yeah. Did you have a real out of body with your second? Because for me, when I had my second, you know, I, I'm so in love with my first daughter. And I, I just, of course, and I just, I wept the night before I had my second baby and thought, yeah. I thought, oh, how will I ever love this new baby? What am I doing to my first by having another? I can't believe, you know, I, yeah. and then the moment I held that my, my middle daughter, my heart expanded and doubled into two. And it was such a, it was like one of the moments in my life where I just, I go back to it and I was, it felt like a miracle. It just felt like a miracle that I could have two hearts that yeah. could love the same amount and that I could love this new baby whom I just met as much as I loved the one that I'd had three years before. Yeah. And that, I think because of that moment, I wanted to have a third <laughs> because I just was like, that can, I can have that feeling again. But for all the moms out there listening to this, who are, maybe you're thinking about a second or you're pregnant with a second and it's freaking you out, your heart's going to double. There's yeah. room, there's room, there's room, plenty of love. You've got it. You've more than enough. I also found that when, well, when I first met my second, when I brought him oh. home, that I just felt even more love for the first in that moment yes. because of that Ugh. reaction. Although it did take him about oh. 10 minutes to even notice he was there. <laughs> but it is that Yours thing are of, only two years apart, yeah? Yeah, it's intense, Jennifer. Intense, yes. yes. <laughs> it's intense. <laughs> but when your first holds your second, oh, yeah. that's a sweet moment. So yeah. good. And now with the third, when we go out for walks, he holds their hands, so he stands in the oh. middle, holds his big brother's hands. Oh. It's really lovely. So oh, gorgeous. That is lovely. I think when they show each other love, it is that thing, your heart just keeps keeps going. Obviously, mm. when they're hitting each other, snatching toys, arguing over nothing, you know, that's not so great. Although tonight we had our first, like, first proper compromise between the four and the two-year-old. It was a case of, you want this toy? Okay, you can play with this toy, but I'll play with that toy. And they agreed. Well done, Mum. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I think maybe it's all to do with me saying no so many times that they're kind of like, oh, let's just leave her out of it. Um, what one thing you did do years and years and years ago, there was so much speculation over your baby bump. And I can remember seeing this. You went on Ellen and you talked about it. And uh, first of all, I loved the crowd reaction when you started saying, I do, I'm here, to, I can announce that I do have a baby bump. And then you were like, no, 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 no. I've had three kids. I will always have a baby bump. And just little moments like that, they're so huge for every woman out there. We're not meant to look like we did before. If you do, that's great. We're not meant to look any set way. Our bodies change because we've grown humans, but we've kind of been conditioned to think that we can't show a single trace of what our bodies have been through? There are some incredible women whose bodies just, they could, no matter no matter how many babies they have, they bounce right back to that slim hipped, no stomach. I mean, 
It's incredible. I have so many girlfriends who have that physique and I'm so happy for them. I am not one of them. That is not my, that's not my gig. I, I am not one of them. I can work really hard and I can be really fit and I will still look like a woman who's had three babies and I always will. So I just thought I might as well address it. And Ellen was so sweet to let me, but I just felt like we might as well. I mean, every week, is she, is she pregnant? It, it's still happening. I'm 48. And I'm, and I'm single <laughs> and it's still happening. So you might as well just take that bull by the horns. It's like, it's like when beautiful Kate walked out of the hospital and yeah. she didn't hide the fact that she looked like a woman. So just a few hours postpartum. I mean, yeah. I, I remember uh, somebody the day that I, visiting me the day I'd had my first and he didn't know, but he looked at me and said, he's a dear friend. And he said, is there another one in there? Luckily wow. I have a sense of humor. And so I laughed, but I've remembered it. Yeah. <laughs> I remembered it. You know, yeah, but it's things like, it's like you sharing. It is like Kate saying, cause she did the podcast and I said it to her then it's that thing of people showing that size, showing that you have a postpartum bump, showing that your body doesn't necessarily go back to what it was. It's so powerful for everyone else because mm. we it's things that we mm. feel like we have to hide when actually it's right. just our bodies. Yeah, just a body. Be grateful to it. It's carried you this far. It carried babies for you. What else do you want? My goodness. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. 
So taking you back to when your kids were smaller, does it feel like a million years ago that it was all of that sort of chaos? And that Because for me, I've just got rid of the cots, the nappies are on their way out. It feels like we're like coming into a new chapter. But for you, does that feel like years and years and years ago? I'm on a whole different plane. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I haven't had a car seat for a couple of years. I haven't had... I'm so on the other side of of little, little kids. And I love little kids. Like I could have a toddler at all times. I'm perfectly happy with a kid who wants to crawl into my lap and hear a book and then throw a tantrum. And they just kind of fascinate me. And I love helping build their little brains. And I thought my heart would be broken, but I was just writing my daughter a letter last night and just saying, I had no idea teenagers would be so fun. And granted, I've been home with her, so she's had to be cute with me. But um, I just love, love watching my daughter be a teenager. And I have an adolescent right behind her. And she's so fascinating and so different. And they're both so good in different ways and both so complicated in different ways. And um, so, yeah, my, my older sister told me, you only like whatever version of your kid you have today is so huge in your mind, it eclipses every day before. Yeah. You know what I mean? You really just are dealing with the kid in front of you. And it's when you see pictures or videos or something that takes you back or talking to you takes me back. Mm -hmm. But, oh, yeah, I remember, you know, one, four, and seven. Oh, so dear, so sweet, so much work. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so much work. One so much thing work. that I loved about yesterday is mm. the idea of because at the start of the movie you see a woman who is embracing life and loving mm. life fully and she's a yes woman completely. Mm-hmm. There's adventure around every corner. And then children come along and all of a sudden you find yourself saying no a lot, you know, and whether that's mm-hmm. at first because of safety and, and then all of a sudden it's because you're so stretched because of time and you've got to go and that don't make a mess. But I found it so relatable and I think so many people will because that just becomes a part of life. You almost stop listening and it becomes mm-hmm. that thing of kind of going, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. only when someone pulls you up on it like in the film that you're Mm -hmm. like oh no I'm not you don't know who I am at all I've kind of lost me in that in that sense and I've just become a no person you don't even realize how many times a day you say no or that your no is so strong that it's implied or that your kids don't even ask you you just you don't even hear it until you try to have a yes day and then saying saying yes to so many tiny little things. Wait till you try it, because I guarantee you will, because you won't be able yes. to resist. I can no. tell. Yeah. But um, when you do, you realize like all the rules that kids have to follow, and especially over this last year, but all the rules they have to follow, like sitting in the back seat. I mean, one of my kids favorite things to ask for was to sit in the front seat now of the car. Now, all I would do is drive a hundred yards on our very quiet street. (laughs) It's not like I would be on the 405 in LA, but just giving them that moment and that like 
that little bit of freedom or sticking their head, standing on the, the console and sticking their head out of the sunroof, not while you're driving, while you're parked, but you would never let them do that. And yeah. just saying yes or letting them have ice cream for breakfast, all those tiny little things. It's so much fun to just flip a day and just let it be all about, let's just, just go for it. Absolutely. And that's kind of what the movie is. Yeah. Well, it's also a thing because we're always so busy. We're always trying to get somewhere and do something. So yes. I guess if there is that dedicated day, you, those the, the children, that is their day. We have the time. Nothing goes on that day. No workout goes on that day. No phone call. I completely and totally, as a matter of fact, whatever they say, not only do I say yes, but I say top priority and I run as fast <laughs> as I can to make it happen. And I think it's that. And even though they're so big, we just had a yes day during the pandemic, which took a lot of planning, um, but they still want me to say top priority. They just want to know that whatever they're asking for in that moment is my top priority. It is yes times a thousand. It is, I am totally focused on the three of you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's just so it's silly, but it, you have to completely devote yourselves you can't have anything and by the way the next day you're going to be so tired you have to devote that day of it to it too <laughs> but yes because it almost always involves staying up late and having a fort and then having we always end in a tent outside with flashlight tag and s'mores and late like yeah way later than I would ever ever I'm strict are you I would, not yeah. on a yes day though Jennifer come on not on a yes day, not even a little bit. That is their day. My six-year-old wanted to know, what is the most fun thing you've ever done on a yes day? We went to a climbing, like a, an indoor climbing place that had a kid area. And now that my kids are bigger, they like to torture me. <laughs> as part of their yes so they want to make me look silly which is why we had that in the movie they yeah. want to they want me to be out in the world looking goofy they want um I do something with my kids that I call coach mom where I just put them in the backyard and I make them do I'm 20 jumping jacks and then I yell <laughs> at them and I put on loud music and I make them run laps around the little yard and I make them um do sit-ups and hold a plank I just feel like I don't know, just for fun before yeah. bed to get that last zoom out. So I used to do coach mom a lot with them. And um, then one year they did coach kids and I, I had to do whatever they said. It was horrible. <laughs> I almost didn't survive it. <laughs> but this was a climbing place. And there was this one thing you could do where you hold on to a T-bar and you're pulled up a slide way up like a story and a half. It feels like forever. It might not be that. It might only be <laughs> 10 feet, but it feels very tall. And then you have to let go and slide down the slide yourself. And now that I'm older, I'm a little scared of stuff like that. Yeah. And my kids, made they made me do it. And I just was, I, they made me, so I had to, but I would not have if it hadn't <laughs> been. And they still, they think that was the funniest, best thing ever. I love that. I feel like so many people are going to be having yes days after this film, either because they've watched it on their own without their kids and they kind of feel like, I need to implement this because they just resonate so much with that feeling of constantly saying no and, and that push and pull and just, just giving in and saying yes and, and letting that joy in or because their kids have also watched it and they're like, yes, this is a fantastic idea. Let's do it. 
I'll tell you, because of the pandemic, when we tested the movie for audiences, we did something different this year, which I, was amazing for me. But we families signed up to participate and they watched it on their TVs with a camera over it. And we watched families oh, wow. watching the movie and we could watch as the movie went on, families that were maybe all over the that the the room get closer and closer. Oh. And then of course there's one part where every mom is wiping tears <laughs> away. They get closer, closer. And by the end of the movie, I mean, over and over again, in every walk of life, we saw families crowded together on the couch, just smiling, just like cozy, arms all over each other, legs every just cozy. Oh. And that is if, if families can have that experience watching this movie, that is more than I could ever hope for, especially all over the world after the rough year we've yes. had to just end in like looking at each other and saying, wow, we've really gotten through something together. We've really mm -hmm. done it. And this, this should give you that feeling. I hope. Yeah. Let me know. Oh, it, it definitely did for me. It's all about connection, communication. I just, it was brilliant. I loved it. Oh, I'm so glad. Jennifer, if you could write a letter on motherhood, who would it be to and what would you say? Oh, it would, oh gosh. <laughs> I like to just, when people start getting relaxed, just chuck it in there. So, you know. I mean, there, there are a lot of different versions of this letter, aren't there? Mm -hmm. But I would write to my girlfriends who have parented along with me and whom I steal ideas from whom I steal <laughs> ideas and to whom I take my worries and my woes and um, whose kids I love as if they're my own and who I know love mine like they're theirs yeah I mean, because motherhood happens in community we need each other we do we need each other to to do our best at it and we need each other to um to survive it <laughs> and, and kind of there's just nothing better than when you know your girlfriend knows your child as almost as well as you do and yeah. you see you know her pride in your child or her correcting something small and catching so you just feel so held like it's just not all on you in such yeah. a special way so yeah that's today right now at this moment that's who I, I would write that. I love it we end each podcast with you finishing three sentences so All right. being a mum means? Being a mum means I have three built-in travel buddies. <laughs> I have three kids who have learned to play my favorite board games and card games. <laughs> <laughs> I have three kids who have the same references in songs and in books and whom I have begged above all else to be funny <laughs> <laughs> and, and who comply and make me laugh. Good. So it's a pretty good, deal. good job. Yeah. <laughs> Since having children, I. Since having children, I judge people a lot less. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And the final one is I'm happy when. I'm happy when my kids ask for something that I specifically 
and I alone can give them and I get to give it to them. Oh, thank you. That was, that, mm -hmm. Those were lovely answers. Thank you so much, mm -hmm. Jennifer. Thank you for your time. Oh, it's been so, so my pleasure. Thanks for talking to me about all of these things I, I just haven't thought to speak about before and especially helping share the story of yesterday because I, I, I hope that it, that it does bring a moment of happiness and connection for moms everywhere and, and dads and dads too. <laughs> they're there it's good it's good yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what i think i think it absolutely will i think it is the joy that people need right now it's such a glorious film ah uh, thank you have thank a you wonderful day thank you and you take care bye